Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. Our topic today is seeing salvation differently. Where do our beliefs come from? How do we come to these beliefs? And what do we truly believe? The answer is focus, because what we choose to focus on, it starts to churn in our brains, and this leads to our beliefs. Let's define focus from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, and I'll use the top three definitions. Focus is a center of activity, attraction, or attention, a point of concentration, a directed attention or emphasis, or direction, a state or condition permitting clear perception or understanding, or an adjustment for distinct vision. Life is about focus. It is a point of concentration or emphasis or direction. So if you have an idea, but if you don't, do not focus on that idea, that idea will be quickly forget, forgotten. In New Thought, we often say our thoughts create our lives, but those thoughts only become manifested if we concentrate or focus on them. In fact, we have many thoughts. Most we do not act upon. Why then do we not act on them? We do not focus on them. It is with this conversation that turns to the concept of salvation. There was a decision in early Christianity on what to focus on. This started with the Roman Emperor Constantine, the first Christian Roman Emperor. He basically said, okay Christians, you've had too many conflicting beliefs and it's all confusing. You bishops come together and tell us what we're supposed to believe. What do we focus on? There were people who saw Christianity in a concept of orthopraxy and those who saw Christianity in a concept of orthodoxy. Orthopraxy is the right practice, and orthodoxy is the right doctrine. Constantine wanted an orthodoxy, and those who could not follow these teachings were not considered Christian. This brought a statement of faith called the Nicene Creed. And there's one line that I'd like to read. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. Now let's repeat, for our salvation. This was the start of the concept of salvation. Salvation from what? From our sins. That's what. And we were considered by a group of bishops from the 4th century, a bunch of sinners, and here was Jesus to die a gruesome death, so we were saved from our sins. 
Now think about early religions. All of them had animal sacrifice for redemption of sins. The pagans and the Jews had these rituals. Well, Christians did one better. Instead of killing cows and pigeons, let's have Jesus be the sacrifice. This is our salvation. He dies on the cross, and we must believe it, so we can be saved from our sins. This is a belief, and many Christians focus on this. Many evangelicals focus on this. You must believe Jesus is your Lord and Savior, that he died for your sins, otherwise you're not going to heaven. They live in fear, and their focus is on that, and that's how they recruit. They put the fear of hell to those who will listen, and they truly believe they must evangelize and make sure they save those from the terrible hellfire. And even more mainstream religions talk about eternal damnation, although they don't emphasize it as much. However, they focus on Jesus dying for our sins. Most, Christianity, most of Christianity focuses in on that. Salvation, from a unity point of view, is defined by the revealing word. The restitution of human to its spiritual birthright, regaining conscious possession of its God-given attributes. It comes as a result of, of redemption, the change from sin to righteousness. Salvation comes to human as a free gift from God. It embodies knowledge of God that frees one from all limitations and points the way by which mind and body may be lifted up to the spiritual place of consciousness. The belief that Jesus is in an outer way atoned for our sins is not salvation. Salvation is based solely on an inner overcoming, a change in consciousness. We see salvation as seeing the works we are doing and asking ourselves, are we in alignment with the teachings of Jesus? So that we can reach the Christ ideal, just like Jesus. What practices did he do in his life, and how can we emulate them? We see that perfect teacher in Jesus. He attained the Christ, and so can we. Our salvation, in short, is following, trying to attain the Christ pattern. So what are some of the qualities that Jesus showed us that we should focus on? That can change our lives and bring us to this Christ pattern. They are manifesting, prayer, faith, healing, and forgiving. One of the first miracles Jesus showed was manifesting or creating. We are always creating our lives. One of Jesus's first acts in his ministry was to turn water into wine. He also fed 5,000 by creating. We are children of God. We create all the time. If God is creator and we are part of creation, we too can create. Think about your life. You might say, well, I have not turned water into wine, but I bet you've created things. Maybe you changed the life around. Maybe you manifested more health for yourself by eating better or manifested a new home by studying and you got a great job you have. This is all manifesting. Manifesting is not all about miracles. It's about having an idea that is shaped by substance and focusing in on that idea and seeing it manifest. Another thing Jesus demonstrated for us with this Christ nature is prayer. 
How many times in the gospel does it say he went to pray? Before many demonstrations or acts, he would pray. How often are we conscious in what we are praying about? Remember, our words are prayer. Can we be more conscious of what we're saying? Many times we're praying and we don't even know it. Every word we say is a prayer. Think of that for a moment. If you are hard on yourself, for example, you may say, I'll never lose this weight. That's a prayer. You said it. You affirmed it. So ask yourself, what's in your inner chatter? What are you saying to people? What are you saying to yourself? Now be more conscious about that. Those statements you say either internally or out to the world and that are not of your highest, say cancel. Change the focus. Say I will lose this weight or I affirm my decisions will be to my highest good. The gospel readings also talk about healing. His ultimate act of healing was rising from the dead and the raising of Lazarus. But he was also healing people who were consumed by demons and curing the blind man as other examples. Maybe we cannot physically heal people, but we might be able to make people feel better by our words. We can also work to heal ourselves by our words to ourselves. How can we heal ourselves and the world? First is to bring peace into the world. What are you doing in your own life? Are you causing division? I've been thinking of social media lately. I've gotten more active on it. And whether it's Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, what are you putting out into the world? Are you mindlessly retweeting harmful statements or posting a video that might ridicule? Yes, it might be funny to you, but that is, that is not doing our discourse. It's not raising the discourse. Is it causing injury? Part of healing is making sure people are not injured also. To live this Christ ideal, it's to find the common ground and not escalating. It is to find peace even when the seas are stormy. Which leads us to faith. To create, you must have faith. There within Jesus, he had faith to do on what he was doing. The Gospels continue to show us he just did. Very few times did he deliberate, and the deliberating was not about whether he could do it, it was if he should do it. How often we fall short on our faith. Faith means believing even when all appearances tell us otherwise. Now in traditional Christianity, the idea is to have faith in Jesus, but I would say have faith on Jesus' teachings. He showed us a fine blueprint in the life we should lead. See, I define being Christian as following the teachings of Jesus so that I, that I can become the Christ he became. Not believing he died for our sins and our only redemption is through him. Christian to me means following his example. Faith comes from going to the father or the mother within as Jesus kept telling us. We have that inner strength because God put it in there for us. Having faith, we have the Christ pattern within us that leads us to the transformation into the Christ we are. It is there. We just have to believe and have faith in it. As Sai Ma, my spiritual teacher, has said to me often, have faith in faith. And lastly, forgiving leads us in our Christ pattern and our 
salvation. Forgiving is hard. Part of this is we want to be right. And when a person transgresses against you, you absorb that energy of hurt. We hold on to it time and time again. Jesus kept saying forgive, whether it was to say forgive 70 times 7 or forgive them farther for they know not what they are doing. He forgave. Forgiveness is not about the other person. It's about us. When we do not forgive, we hold ourselves back. That energy stays with us. It may not stay with the other person, but it stays with us. Our work in fulfilling our Christ pattern is to let go of the energies that don't serve us. Holding on to non-forgiveness does not serve us. So let's look at salvation differently. Let's focus on uplifting our consciousness. This is true salvation. Let's not hold on to energies that keep us weighed down. We can manifest our lives right by the right thinking. We can pray which conditions our mind. We can heal ourselves and others by the words we use. We can have faith in what we are doing and we can forgive even when it's hard because we realize we are holding on to the energies that do not serve us. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. To find out more about us or to donate via Zelle or PayPal, you can use our email address, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-T-Y-O-F-W-E-S-T-C-H-E-S-T. T-E-R at gmail.com. You can also check us out in, on Facebook or meet up at the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. Have an enlightened day.